Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Fair Chase Podcast. Before we start this episode, we're going to again take a little time to thank a little bit of the people who helped make this show possible. First up is 2.0 Gear. Uh, it's a new brand that we just started partnering with. Uh, they make awesome uh, high-end technical uh, hunting clothes, camo. Um, and so they're based in Michigan yep. and a uh, new company. We've tested them for months. I tested them uh, in the whitetail season last year. Great Merino base layers. Yep. Great awesome Merino shells. Yep. Awesome a, new pattern. A great system for going out west, but we'll use it a ton in the, in the whitetail woods too. So really excited to work with them. 2ogear.com. Go check them out. Next up is Worldwide Trophy Adventures. Uh, it's it's an awesome, uh, basically, connection to outfitters all over the world. So as a lot of people know, good hunting ground is really hard to come by. And um, oftentimes, the best way to ensure that you're going to get in a good spot or you may, maybe you need to legally have a guide is to, to go through an outfitter. Mm -hmm. um, and so... As you might know, if you've heard us before, we've had good experiences and bad experiences with outfitters, uh, which means, you know, in order to ensure you're going to have a good experience, you have to do a ton of research. You have to talk to people. It's just a lot of messing around. Worldwide Trophy Adventures, or WTA, does a lot of this work for you at no charge. So by booking your trip through WTA, you can rest assured that you'll be in a good location with a reputable outfitter um, that they've certified and endorsed. If you're looking to book a trip of a lifetime like I am, mm -hmm. uh, just headed to a moose hunt here through WTA, you're going to want to check them out. Uh, go give them a call. Actually, I have the number right here. It's 1-800-346-8747 or check out their website at worldwidetrophyadventures.com. All right, so we love Trophy Line. They offer more than just saddles. Believe it or not, they have their own climbing sticks. They've got platforms. They've got a ton of extra packs. Gear. They've got packs. They've got everything. Knee pads. Everything that you're going to need to be a saddle hunter, they have it. So if you want to start saddle hunting this year and get into the game like everyone else and really love hunting even more, go to Trophy Line. Check it out. Use the code TFC10 to save yourself 10% on that purchase. We're big bow hunters. Uh, sights, quivers, stabilizers, those kind of things are really important if you're going to have a deadly setup. Um, and so we've tried a lot of different companies in the industry and we've kind of figured out that we really like Redline gear the best. So, um, we are shooting their torch sites this yeah, year. It's Joe a, Shore, it's a really cool, one. really cool site. Very, there's a lot of good micro adjustments you can make. You mm -hmm. can customize a lot of the stuff on there really make it your own. The chargeable USB rechargeable yeah, light is really sweet. Cool. Um, and so we're huge fans of their stuff. We use them all the time. It's worth going to check them out. Uh, check out Redline. Use the promo code TFC10 for 10% off your purchase. And uh, let us know what you think. We love them. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Fair Chase uh, podcast. Um, we've been busy hunting this fall and had some time to come up for air and record another one, which is sweet. I have the time, and I don't mean to brag but I'm tagged out in Michigan. So basically I've got, we have two buck tags here. I filled them. Now I guess I'm doe hunting or just finding somewhere else to hunt. So if any listeners have like a real slam dunk spot in the Midwest region, just give me a call. I can handle it for you. I've been hot right now. I'm like, a, I'm walking four leaf clover in the woods. Um, today we've got Dylan on the call and Dylan. So a couple things uh, I'm going to introduce you before you even letting you speak. Uh, because I knew of you in two different ways. I saw a clip of you talking about how elk aren't real. And I thought it was funny. And you and um, Ben, uh, whatever his name is, the shed crazy guy making fun mm -hmm. of each other, which was entertaining. 
Uh, and then I saw you also had been rocking the two out gear, uh, mm-hmm. which if people follow us and listen to the ads at the beginning of this podcast, they'll know like um, that's one of our primary sponsors now for this show and, and some of the things we do. So with that being said, that's how I know Dylan. Uh, Dylan, why don't you introduce yourself and, and tell everybody a little bit about who you are, what you do, things like that. Yeah, man. Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, my name is Dylan. I live in uh, Northwest uh, Montana in a place not really known for the best uh, elk hunting in Montana. And for years, I was just trying to present myself as like, you know, badass hunter guy. Yeah. And then uh, about a year ago, I was like, that's not who I am. Like, mm. I'm not very good at this, but I'm not very good at hunting, but it's the thing that has kind of defined me for a long time and obsessed with it. So I just started making fun of myself on the internet. And uh, yeah, fast forward a, a year, me talking about how elk don't exist. Um, it turns out a lot of other hunters feel like how I feel. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, uh, 3 million views later and companies wanting to give me money to use their products. Uh, it's It's been pretty wild for a guy that sucks at hunting uh who's mediocrely funny and uh yeah now i'm on the fair chase podcast pretty cool so you've sold out basically absolutely you've gone corporate you know you're a shill all that stuff right i am i have zero shame in being a sellout. <laughs> yeah i like you're like the peyton manning <laughs> of the hunt. i i always respected <laughs> peyton manning because not only was he a great football player, fun to watch, good guy and everything, but he was on every commercial. And I always still thought is. like, yeah, still is. Like if I were if I were that, like why would you not be on tons of commercials for creams and cars and boat, whatever, whatever. So, yeah. no, I think that's But I have to ask like, okay, you say you're not like a good what's a good hunter? What makes like what does that even mean? Great question because, you know, in the social media age every hunter is just comparing themselves to the yeah. 9,200 inch deer they can look at on the internet and go, well, I suck. Yeah. Uh, kind of the benchmark for me was uh, trying for 10 years to kill an elk and not succeeding. It's yeah. like bow wow. or gun or both. Both. Okay. Yeah. Just tr- whatever you can Knife, throw at it. Yeah. Block dude. Just no success getting really close very unlucky and then having to go online and see like oh there's another 360 bull that this 12 year old killed cool so lame yeah and so i was just comparing myself to to people all the time i'm like the hunting world is so uh tends to be so over serious i'm sure (laughs) you've seen this or and i just think i got into hunting because it was fun so yeah. let's bring that back. Like, who cares? Um, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. But I, I did, I figured out uh, a week and a half, two weeks ago that elk are real. Yep. I, I killed my first bull after 10 years of trying. Well, so here's here's my take on it. First of all, I, I there was, and I don't, I, people keep quoting this video to me and they name the guy and I never remember, but a guy saying like, Shooting a uh, 190 inch whitetail is not like as big of a thing as it was that a few years ago. Oh yeah, ago, yeah, know? I saw that clip with some money and some you know whatever you can make it happen. But I don't necessarily think that means you're a good hunter just because you shoot mm. a hundred or a 350 inch bull elk. 
Sure. Like I, to me, and what I've always liked about the podcast, we've talked about this a lot is I get to have fellows like you on who have done things maybe that I haven't done or do it in a different way. And selfishly, I just like to steal their tactics and become a better, <laughs> like throw them in my tool belt and just try bunches of things, which, you know, actually has worked really great because the way that I maybe even go about something like, so I'm in Michigan, uh, deer hunting here is totally different than it was before based on just like an amalgamation of, um, a bunch of different guys who have hunted all over the world and tried different things. And I liked what they said or whatever. Um, but it's really interesting to talk about like, what is a good hunter? Because it's like mm -hmm. a guy that can just stack kills. And I know several people like that fairly well. It's like, I wouldn't say you're a good hunter. You kill a lot of things, which is cool, but I don't mm. know that that makes you a, like a woodsman type hunter where you could just be dropped off and do well anywhere. Yeah. No, that's it. That's a good point. And it's an interesting topic of conversation because, you know, uh, I'm, I'm tagged out. It's not a big deal. Oh, must be freaking uh, nice. I mean, I'm tagged out so early in the season. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. but, uh, I'm taking, <laughs> but I like this because now I'm taking all my friends that have never hunted or yeah. they've not never shot like a good white tail, a good white tail to me, dude, if it's 120 inches, I almost, I can rarely pass a deer especially like my dream is to fill and... my dream is to fill my house with 120 inch white tail yeah. skulls if i if i have all my walls filled and they're all in the 120s and i i could die happy because that's for sure fine with me you know oh so yeah fun. dude i mean up here in montana we're not really known for having um the biggest white tails in the world so public land if you can find 120 inch deer and the last four or five years in a row i've killed a white tail over 120 inches mm -hmm. and i just i i hunt with some guys that are very very picky you know they're not shooting a white tail if it's under 150 and they're yeah. like kind of balking at the 150 inch deer yeah i don't know if that'll ever be me dude especially like bow hunting all september getting my ass kicked yeah <laughs> my trigger finger is so itchy come deer season that i, I don't know but the thing is like i still get excited about those deer yeah and i i think that's you shoot what you get excited about if it's a spike if, if someone dms me a picture of a spike first deer i've killed in five years i am like about to cry tears of joy for that person you know i, I just think it's awesome it's totally cool all right we're going to take a pause here real quick and just thank a few more guys and companies that help make this show possible first up is vortex we can't say it enough we love their glass we love their binoculars, spotting scopes, range finders, their apparel. James, James is rocking a nice little hoodie here. They make awesome stuff. And if you guys are looking to make a purchase at Vortex, go over to their website and use the code TFC20 to save yourself 20% on the next purchase. That's a big, good discount. Use it. Head over there and get something. A bow makes a man. Does and, it? Yeah, that's what I was told. And we're, we're big fans of uh, Prime Bows shooting it for years, Michigan-based company. Uh, we're shooting their latest Revix series of bows. Mine's that 36 long boy. I'll generally year. take a few shots right back here. And just yeah, yeah we, we're a huge fan. Smooth, uh, great balance. Um, they're, they're just go check them out. There's tons of technology. One of my favorite things that they have is their grip. Uh, space age space technology age. keeps your hand warm even when it's cold. Um, highly recommend go check out Prime Archery. Finally, Lathrop and Sons boots. Your feet kill animals. Like the more you walk, 
the more chances you have at, at getting that big buck, that big elk, moose, whatever it is. Uh, Lathrop and Sons have been kind of our go-to boot of choice for a while now. Um, we've put in a lot of miles, taken them all over the place. There's no leaking. It's comfortable. Stephen and James there, like, spent – they're, like, foot like, they're scientists. Ge- they're geniuses. I got messed up feet, and they basically will – you know, you take an imprint of your foot. They'll look at it, look at your arch, how wide it is, how narrow, how long, and they literally build the boot around your foot. So you're not going to a box store and picking up something that you hope is going to fit your boot. These things actually – are tailor-made to your foot so they're super comfortable mine i could i could walk all day in them so if, if, if you're looking to and get a have. boot, if <laughs> i have if you're looking for a boot that's made for you and not somebody else go check up lake Thurman sons and i well and i always know like and i did this early or earlier in the year I, i'll text i was telling you you know we got me jared and joe I'll text the boys like uh, like a video or a picture of a buck that walked by that I didn't shoot earlier this year, and it was mm. not a very big buck. And they gave me they gave me crap for a long time about <laughs> that. Like I can't believe like he's right there. I was on the ground, you know, I was all with my oh, bow. He's so like, cool. it's right there, you know. And I I'm like, I guess this is my line. But no, but like you said, I mean, if you're excited for it and like you want to haul it out and cut it up and enjoy that like i'll i'm all for it heck yeah man i still get the shakes like feeling a doe tag you oh know? yeah and i've been hunting since i was uh 12 years old and i don't know for me you know when you post silly stuff about hunting online <laughs> a lot of the community that does not like that so some of the comments i get are like dude insane like some borderline death threats I'm yeah like, i'm just trying to have fun i don't understand how any hunter can hunt the west or or be in a tree in the south i don't understand how i for me like when i'm out there i i feel small you know i see a grizzly bear track and know like man oh, yeah. this could be it this could be yeah. it for me today i just feel like such a small thing out there and i don't understand how anyone can hunt and then leave the woods feeling like i'm the baddest motherfucker on the planet I don't understand it either. But it's prevalent yeah. in the industry, you know? And I get DMs now, like, especially, like, having a little bit of money coming in and brand deals and, like, uh, they say stuff like, man, I kill this big a bull every year. Why are you sponsored? And I'm like, because I don't have the personality of a potato chip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you, exactly. you go be an asshole somewhere else brands don't want to work with you like doesn't matter what what you kill it's like i just think there's a resurgence happening right now of oh yeah hunting is fun and that's enough yeah exactly well when we even started out i had a friend who became a friend i didn't really know him at the time and uh company that we were beginning to work with and he said like killing the the deer or whatever is kind of the easy part like you can go and pay to kill a deer somewhere like that's not where the challenge is in all this and so I, I think he's probably right about it not being i like the potato chip I like that not being a potato chip is pretty helpful and yeah. we get it too like and i'll say this like we post a lot more memes lately or is that what it is when it's a video with text is that a yeah, meme? yeah 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 uh clearly i was not on board at first thought it was silly and like made us look stupid but we do it a lot. I never come up with good ones. The guys do. Um, <laughs> and with the comments we get for just like goofing around are ridiculous. Like you said, people crazy. Get, 
upset like i'll have i mean they're just I, and this is low level humor stuff we're not like yeah. this is not high level stuff people are giving us the business even i posted a video last year uh, i was i had a buck coming in and i it's a like a 360 video it's on me and my plan was to like set it up put it on me and then when the buck came in it would swing around and show it and shoot it or whatever it was going to be awesome in my mind <clears throat> i'm wearing like this gray wool hoodie this duckworth hoodie like uh, it's a montana company mm -hmm. and which i love it love it just wear it all the time right and i throw a filter on i post it i actually ended up fumbling the arrow i I had messed with my trigger tension. And so he gets and I get like this and it goes thunk. And my arrow just, you know, I've told the story in the podcast. That's before, amazing. But, but with the filter, so not only people were engaged with that, call me an idiot. And like, I can't believe you shoot a, you would ever shoot a deer. You can't even not fumble an arrow. There's a lot of that. But with the filter, my sweatshirt looked blue, then not gray. Mm -hmm. and people came out of the woodwork it, it made it we had a couple million views because they're like you deer can't see blue deer see they blue see it is yellow yeah it's like well <clears throat> uh it wasn't blue and so but again like you said <laughs> just people are like they're so smart suddenly they know my situation and i i finally i was commenting back like no it's gray it's gray they're like dude you're trying to tell me it's gray it's clearly blue i'm like i don't know man i own the sweatshirt i don't know what to say uh but yeah. But again, it's like people just coming out of nowhere, just commenting and thinking like they know everything. I'm like, I would have shot that buck if I would have fumbled. Blue or here's, no blue. Here's what I've realized is the people talking smack to other hunters about nitpicky things like that. Their wives suck. Their, <laughs> their children are monsters. Their wives don't let them go. They, they're the type of women that say, pick the weekend you want to hunt. And they're just angry that you're out there and they're not. It's jealousy but you're saying. There's hundred percent. <laughs> there's a, there's a, yeah, it's an epidemic of, of hunters that have zero sense of humor. And it's like, guys, if, if you can just like blow air out of your nose and keep scrolling, it's a way you're going to have a way less <laughs> miserable life. Yeah. I like that. But the thing that they don't realize, cause they're all, stupid is them <laughs> commenting is fun this is my, yes they comment and then you look at their profile and go oh i'm gonna roast him back just keep it lighthearted. Yep. they keep getting more mad commenting the algorithm goes this post is popping off let's show it to everybody you're putting money in dylan's pockets people yeah. every time you do that he grows that much richer you're putting you know tens of pennies in my pocket man. <laughs> so i appreciate it but uh, no, that's what they don't understand is if you're that mad, don't don't comment, don't respond because you're just showing this video to more and more people. And yeah. so it's like an inside joke in my mind of they get worked up. I get to practice like roast jokes, which is one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, you're pretty good they, at those. I noticed like some of them are a little trying. like they're they're pretty good. They're personal. You know, they I'm glad I haven't been on the receiving end. No, no, no. Like once we become better friends, that's when <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you only roast the people you love, you know, yeah, so I'll, right. I'll post something about shed crazy. Who's, he's a really good friend of mine and, uh, you know, make fun of him on my story or something. And I'll get DMS like, dude, why, why do you hate this guy? You're like so it's mean. the exact opposite. Yeah. It's the exact opposite. Yeah, I, I, I experienced something similar when I shot traditional archery for a while. <laughs> 
<laughs> like those guys are like, you're shooting three under, you're shooting split finger, you shoot, you know, you have a clicker on your bow, that's not trad. You don't, you wear camouflage, that's not trad. Uh, and so I've, I came to the realization that I just wasn't trad at the end of the day. Dang, I don't know man, what I'm I was. So sorry. I wasn't trad though. So, man, they, those guys are a different breed of elite elitists. There and they hey, are. If you can kill an elk with a trad bow, like you deserve to be a dick, you know? Yeah. You've earned you that right. You win. You're better than yeah. me. Yeah. You are. I never did. I accept it. Yep. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> no, it's it's so funny. It's so funny how that goes. Um, trad being a big thing. And I, I'm I'm excited. I've got a I missed a turkey two days ago. Mm. I'm excited to post that video. Yeah, it's as bad. It was I chaos. I love it. It's like uh, it's like when the big time hunters, you know, that they just they kill giants year after year. They get it on video. I love when they post a miss or a fumble or talk about like, man, it royally screwed that up. The adrenaline yeah. got the better of me. I was like, okay, one of us. It's because you can't be. Per There's no. It's not even possible. Like, mm -mm. like I, I was out. I had seen the spot where turkeys just roost every day. I have a trail camera. They literally walk past it twice a day. I'm like, sweet. I set up right in the middle of it. Turkeys come up in front of me. I'm like, sweet. Then I realize there's a turkey behind, a group of turkeys behind me, kind of to the side of me. Mm. Like, oh no, you know, I can't really move. And they're like a few feet away. Then I realize there's a group of toms coming up behind me yet. And it was so much chaos. Like I made a terrible decision. I'm like, I'm just gonna, you know, try to <laughs> try to shoot this one. I try to go in real fast. And I'm like, Oh, I don't have time to range. He's like, I'm, he's probably like 25 yards. And he was like 40. Yeah. I literally yeah, yeah. sent it into the dirt, you know? Uh, I love and it. so, yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, it, like if it doesn't happen, I think it's like, if you're not showing, like if you're not actually making that mistake, you're probably not even a very good hunter. Cause it's, that's when I learn the most. That's when I figure out stuff or how a deer or a turkey or an elk or whatever works when I blow 100%. it. hundred percent. It's like if you, the people that I can't believe you screwed that situation up. Oh, I wouldn't like, you just don't hunt enough then. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for sure. I mean, there's, there's some people out there that are, you know, genetic freaks and they have never missed or whatever and good for them, but Not I don't me. relate to that at all. No, I, um, it's like my, bad my, Sorry, go ahead. No, no, all you. Uh, my bull this year, it's like I missed a way bigger bull two days prior. <laughs> That's going in the film. Yeah. You know, and then the bull I, I killed, it's like the clip I posted, um, just the like final kill shot or whatever. I talked about, I, I was hitting high on those first two. I shot at this elk five times. <laughs> and... My hey buddy man, is like, do you want to edit it out so that it looks like, I'm like, no, like keep it all in there. Cause I'm saying I hit high on those first two. Then when we watched it back on the full screen, I was shooting low. Uh. I <laughs> thought I was hitting high. So I was holding low and I can't figure out what the hell is going on. Finally got calmed down and then put the final shot on it. I'm like, show all that dude. It was a rodeo. It was 400 yards, which for some guys out West, that's like a chip shot. Yeah. Um, not for me, apparently. No. Uh, yeah, I'm like, show it all, dude. It's messy out there. I'll, I've got, I'll show you. I've got this book right here. This is a great book if you've never read it. Hunting Trips of a Ranchman and the Wilderness Hunter by Teddy Roosevelt. It's all dog-eared. Nice. Read it many times, and I keep getting people sending me the same book 
because people know that I like to hunt. But what I like about in there is like he regularly talks about just flinging, flinging bullets at animals and missing and stuff. <laughs> He's like, oh, it was a terrible shot flinging. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty relatable. Uh, that's just how it goes. And like you said, you think, oh, man, I'm hitting high. I'm going to adjust on a, on a rifle shot. And then you go back and realize, actually, you weren't. And then you were just making it worse. And you're just confused yeah. in the moment. You know, I was redialing yeah. my MOA like, OK, yeah. now I got it. When all I had to do was just hold center mass and actually squeeze the trigger instead of like slapping yeah. it yeah so yeah. i slapped yeah, i did it yeah i got it done but it took me like 50 bucks in ammo to do it so yeah that's right well, even, sh- a, like, even a shot like I, I took a shot and i noticed i'm like i that was not a good squeeze like yeah you, you know can see i'm just like bop bop you know yeah but it's like i'm so excited in the moment i got this moose in front of me i'm just like mm. just cranking that trigger like whatever it's hard not to do man and i have a running theory that uh some of the best hunters i know they're uh like engineers by trade yeah and i I don't know if you've ever talked to an engineer but uh not a lot of emotion or personality (laughs) comes out we've had a few on yep on the podcast yep so i think being a charismatic like uh passionate dude actually hurts me in the hunting world because i get too excited yeah that's my real heart i'm all heart yeah yeah exactly i'm uh um i need to be more of a sociopath like an engineer yeah yeah and that's really what engineers are they're sociopaths (laughs) they're all we can all agree yeah my brother's an engineer and he's kind of just like going along life like this Uh, me i'm just i'm high as low my highest of highs yep i'm on antidepressants brother (laughs) like the whole thing trying to just get through life a little more like yeah. this and not this so it's more exciting it's a, with the highs though and the lows it is a little more exciting it's like they, uh, my doctor wanted to put me on adhd meds and i'm like i don't want you to take away my superpower yeah you know it is your superpower yeah exactly no, i feel the same so. way i was on them for a while as a kid took away my superpower got off of them basically a superhero now <laughs> exactly you know <laughs> unless unless you have to like uh put the laundry away and yeah. good luck or math, really, just any <laughs> yeah. math, you know, <laughs> then I'm in trouble. That's just, that's going to be, a, or simple instructions. Actually, I found I'm, I'm not much of a follower. So yeah, what can you do? No, so you're I tagged you. out, you're tagged out in Montana. Uh, you've got, how many deer tags you guys get? Just one, one general deer tag you can put in for others. But then uh, in the 170 unit, which is like town area. Yeah, it, it goes for a while. There's a couple like state lands on it where you can actually use a rifle. Um, you can buy pretty much as many doe tags as you want. That's fine. So I always have one or two in my pocket. Those are great hunts to take the kids on. Super yeah. low pressure. Um, I'll probably wait though. I I've spent like eight or nine hours butchering. Um, Dude, the last couple of days. It's a lot of work, but I love. My grandpa was a butcher for fifty some odd years, and uh, we'd always cut the deer up with him and he'd yeah, sneak, yeah. sneak you at Coors Light, say, don't tell your dad. Like, I just have such fond memories cutting meat. And now we do every year, once everyone's kind of tagged out, we do a big butcher party at my buddy's house. And you, I love you're those. having whiskey and telling stories to like 3 a.m. And yeah, yeah, it the takes best. you like five hours to cut an elk up because you're just BSing and laughing the whole time. But right. it's the best, man. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, awesome. I, I have a... Well, my wife says that I need to take it easy on the butchering because hmm. I, you know, I did a moose hunt 
and that Ooh. took freaking ever. Uh, yeah. I've, had, I've been doing two two bucks, and I live in a condo, and so butchering <laughs> in a garage at a condo, it's like my neighbors are like, "Why is there a like a trail of blood coming out of the garage in down into the sewer in front of That's your?" That's where garage? you just yell, "Don't worry about it." And don't worry about it, it and don't get on my bad side. Don't call the police. That's right. Yeah, yeah. you're only going to be asking for trouble. And so she's like, <laughs> you're going to be a point, you know, of discussion on the HOA meeting. And like, hell yeah. That's right. They're going to know who deals dirt naps. And that's me, <laughs> you know. Uh, but so she's like, you got to take it easy. The freezer's full. So I've started to can, you know. Dude, I love, uh, I, I'm a huge advocate of canning wild game. Yes. Dude, it's yes. amazing. Throw that bitch in a stroganoff sauce. <laughs> Game over, dude. Oh. Sorry, I'm cut I'm cussing more than usual. I don't know what your policy is. Hey man. I uh, I let the uh the you get to decide. It's a okay. choose your own adventure type situation. Well fuck me. No, yeah, that's right. <laughs> For in terms of language, it's really your call. No, I know. Okay. And and I love the because I grew up with that. We would do um canned venison with one strip. I don't know why they put always a strip of bacon on top. So, bacon or like a jalap half a jalapeno or something oh the jalapenos on there yeah so good. it's so good and so underrated it's yeah. like candy yeah so, and so i don't know if you've ever killed a bear but canned bear meat is like I never canned it favorite that makes sense because favorite, favorite so much less messenger i might try that we like to um we've got a usually a yearly bear hunt in montana dude um so hey, we've got a mutual sponsor. Let's hook something up next spring. I would love that. We spend, we always go a lot. Well, two years ago, we went too early. Oh, wait. And that we mm -hmm. did in Alaska this year too. We go a little early. You know, it's always, you go to a spot you think is money and it's like four feet of snow, you know, yeah. up there or something like that. But yeah, dude, we should definitely, I love bear hunting. Dude, it is so fun. Up here in the Kalispell area, man, we have so, so many bears. I mean, and you can kind of pick the hunt you want. You can go to like the big tall backcountry stuff in later May. Yep. Or you can just still hunt logging roads or predator call, kill the yep. lot bears, predator calling. And you can kind of just pick the hunt you want to have. And it's so fun. It's warm. It's tons of glassing. So you're just BSing around a fire the whole time. Yeah. It, it's one of my favorite hunts of the year. And there's a lot of bear. Like I, we do real tons. well. You yeah. know, tons and of the bear meat is so good. It's so good. Yeah, people that say, I I don't know. I've never had a bear I didn't didn't like. No. Although I haven't had like a coastal fishy bear. Yeah. So I, I can't comment on that. I haven't had one of those, but like you shoot a fall bear up here, or even spring bears, man, they're they're so good. And yeah, you got to worry about like trichinosis, but I usually just make, I don't know what term you call it in the Midwest. We call it Smokies. Smokies. Yeah, see, this is crazy to me, dude. People don't know what Smokies are. Like jerky I think, or like hot links? Like, I think most everyone everywhere Jack. else just calls them uh, like brats. Like oh, jalapeno yeah. cheese. We always oh. call them Smokies. I thought that was a universal term, and apparently it's not. No, I like it, though. I might steal it. Because they're smoked. They're yeah. smoked sausages. Smokies. Yep. But no, like, I like that. I like to steal terms. Like I said, I, I talk, we talk to people from all over the country. So like right. one I've stolen is hollers. You know, like the people down south, they're like, you got to go down that holler. Look for that bug. I don't know what that is. It's is like, like a, a drainage. Yeah, it's like a drainage or a valley or like a okay. hollow, but they call a it a holler. holler. Yeah, uh -huh. holler. And so Smokies. And uh, the other one was, um, man, we call them prickers. 
but they called him somebody from Pennsylvania had a different name for it. And I can't remember off the top. Like thorns? Thorns. We call them prickers. Are, uh, Interesting choice. I, I don't like that. I, I always feel a little uncomfortable saying it. You know? I don't like that at all. <laughs> it's fair. And they you had one. Keep, you can keep that one. Yeah, I can keep that one. That one I'll keep to myself. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. You know, whatever. Not all cultural terms are worth spreading. You know, Man, some we are. Down in the holler and got ravaged by prickers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that, dude. No, cut up by prickers. Left me bleeding. Yep. You don't, you don't, you don't want that. I don't no. like it. So you, are you done? Like you're taking people out. Are you, you know, you, you're done for the year in Montana. Are you heading anywhere else for the year? No, dude, I'm done. I did. I never draw any fun tags. So I'm done. I, um, I have a doe tag left. I'll take the boys out later in the season, but I honestly like filling tags early so I can just hunt with friends and take new guys out. That's like my yeah. favorite thing. And cause they listen, you know? Yeah. Yep. And, uh, yeah, the, see, taking a buddy out who has like a day or two for the season and getting their tags filled is almost more rewarding than filling my own. Oh, yeah. This is my favorite thing ever. I can't wait for my kids to be old enough to hunt, but till then, taking them out on these like really low pressure, easy deer hunts, they can be loud. We're going to laugh and have fun, maybe kill a doe. That's, yeah. that's the best, man. All the pressure's off, which there should never be pressure to begin with. Yep. Um. But yeah, I, I, it's crazy. Like my whole brand was accidentally built on not being able to kill an elk. Mm -hmm. Now and look at you. Now the running joke for the last year has been like, what are you going to do when you actually kill one? Like, I'm like, I, I don't care what yeah. the repercussion is. Like if that kills my brand by killing an elk, like, I don't it. care. Yeah, it's so, worth it every time. Yeah. Goal well, is you just try to kill another one and you know. Yeah, it'll probably take me another 10 years. Because this one and the big controversy is, I killed this bull on private land. Oh no, you are! Like, can you? Was it chained the, up to a tree? They tied it up in a fence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I still missed it sense. five times. <laughs> no, that's what everyone thinks. It's like they see me switch camos, and the uh -huh. next thing you know, I I kill a bull like two weeks later. My first and clearly bull. sold out. And I mean, that has been some of the hashtags on my posts. It, but people think like. I had been trying to get access to this place for three years, like right. on my own. Yeah. Like, so I got permission, 7,000 acre ranch that goes from the river bottom up to 7,000 foot mountains. Guess where I killed that bull? All the way at the top. <laughs> there was six other hunters in there that had permission that we had to work around. That's and really public. That's not far from public land at that point. You know, people think I got some camo and they paid for me to go on a high fence hunt and even if i did yeah who cares yeah it's still awesome who cares does that herd not need to be managed as well right just because it's on private land you right. know no so. i were i feel the same way i mean like i said most most hunting especially deer hunting we do is public land all the bear hunting we do public land like this is the the first animals i've ever killed on private land yeah since yeah, moving to montana it's hard to do and like so and the only one private land chunk that i hunt is nine acres in michigan yeah exactly <laughs> so it's like you know i did shoot a deer there this year the one of my bucks there but still nice like, yeah not to brag but i'm gonna throw that out again um when i tagged out um no you guys have been killing some great deer man it's awesome yeah, it's, to see it's all with so a bow. Fun. 
Dude, I've never so killed fun. a dang thing with my bow except my pride. You know, we'll have to change that. Come to come to Michigan. We'll get you a um. We'll get you. We'll find you a, a hundred and twenty inch buck. Let's you know. talk. <laughs> Let's talk to Two O and Bale, man. Let's get get they're some here. On film. They're here. They're right in our backyard. Two O is is north to here. They're like a Michigan an hour. company, right? Yeah, that's awesome, dude. No, so we should yeah, make it happen. They're a great company, man. Um, my sponsorship is through Vale, and Vale's mm-hmm. the one that they did the camo pattern on the 2.0 stuff, and it looks awesome. It looks super unique. I've yeah. had a ton of comments of people like, what is that? Yeah. Like, it's this cool new company. They're, they're great. I've been really impressed with their gear, especially, you know, hunting the West, and been really impressed with it. And it's like I what too. I told Vale. I was like, for me to switch from Kuyu to this, like, it's got to be pretty good because i i've got four grand in kuyu just sitting in the garage right now yeah and love that stuff have loved it for a long time and yeah i tried it out i'm like all right let's sign the deal this stuff is pretty good yeah so i've been super impressed now we thought the same thing it's been good and we've actually been wearing their uh they've got some whitetail stuff coming out that's what i heard are you allowed to talk about that yet I don't know. We'll see. I'll say it and we'll see what they say. <laughs> yeah. I was bibs, you know, uh, and they're there. It's a prototype. They're going to change some things, but I, I like, I'm a big, if I'm whitetail hunting in a stand, I want, I'll put on bibs early in the year. Cause I'm just standing yeah, there. Dude. It's like, why not wear a blanket basically while you're exactly. sitting in a tree, you know? Yep. So, and big, that's, big I, I haven't hunted out of a tree in I don't know how many years. Um, but yeah, I like to see a, a lot of these Western, uh, companies you know a lot of the big names have been like we're not going to make white pill stuff yeah and now to see them doing that and coming out with some really awesome stuff all the big brands are coming out with great white tail gear i'm I'm excited to see what 2.0 does yeah it's yeah i I totally agree like some some technology into the keeping me warm which is for uh, sure like very very much welcome so so you're not going to get any big hunts coming up in the spring or anything other than our bear hunt you know coming up here bear hunt uh yeah. Vale. I hope Vale's listening. Um yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're gonna need at least five grand a piece yeah, to and a, pull that off. Well, and a lot of private land. You know, yeah, so access. You know. I'm gonna need a new bow. Let's be honest. You don't you need a backup <laughs> just in case. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, the only hunt uh on the books for this year is um doing a uh goose hunt in Kansas. Oh cool. Which very cool. Uh, that's a veil thing as well. They're having getting their uh, social media people together for a goose hunt. So, goose not going to say no to a, so good. to a free trip. I love yeah. goose meat, man. Uh, but no, I'm not a huge waterfowl guy. It, to me, it's just a whole another expensive lane to get into. And yep, I just don't got the time. But growing up in North Idaho, like jump shooting geese and and ducks, yeah. so fun. That's the way to do it. Yeah. When you're it's like a lot cheaper the, that way. the dike of the river with your buddy and you just hear a thousand geese just going bananas and you're like, one, two, three, go. It's like Vietnam. Yeah. It's crazy. You limit out in three shots, you know? <laughs> just aim the center of the, the cloud and just center see what mass. Falls. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm the so same I'm, way. I'm looking it's, forward to that. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's very cool. I'm trying to get out outside of the state of Michigan to some of our Southern neighbors who have Very longer good. deer seasons and more deer tags. Um, yeah. My, my, I have a twin brother who just moved to Georgia and mm. he just killed his first Georgia deer last week as well. So that was huge. So happy for him. 
Um, but he's like, I have 10 deer tags. Yeah. And it's like a hundred bucks for a non-resident to go scoop up five or six deer tags. So the deer don't get huge over there. They do in like the suburban areas, but these plots of public land, the WMAs, I think they call them. It's like the unit, my brother killed his deer. He probably killed like 110 inch deer. 115 inch maybe and the record for that wma was uh 127 inches no way (laughs) yeah so he like killed like one of the bigger deer in that in that unit i bet so that's really funny yeah so fun it's different you know it's so cool to go to a new place that different deer different situation you're managing towards a different thing Um, that's like my biggest goal for this next year is you know for the longest time it was like I'm primarily a meat hunter. I'm going to kill a deer or two every year, maybe an elk if I get lucky. Um, but say I put in for all these tags, I don't have the money to go do them. But I hate myself for not building points, you Same. know, because now yep. that I'm at a, you know, I'm basically a middle-aged man. I'm 33. Oh, it's all oh. downhill soon. I got, you think about it. I've been talking to my wife about this and she's, every time she's like, shut up. But I'm yeah. like having this midlife crisis of like, my knees already hurt. My my neck is ruined for life. How many more hunting seasons do I realistically have where I can do like these big boy hunts 20 years, okay. 30 if I'm lucky? Yeah. Like I'll find the money. I yeah. will I will manipulate a sponsor if I need to. Um, right. Trick them. Trick them, which I feel like I'm. That's what I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah, I feel that way too. Like, are you yep. sure? You, I don't kill a lot. Are you sure you want your product in my hands? It's always like, but uh, me, me. This- yeah, dude. I just hate that I haven't been building points for like the last 15 years. So this yep. next year, I'm putting in every Western state and just trying to get as many opportunities as I can. Wise. You don't have yeah. too much time left. Your your uh, hourglass is running out, dude. It's, that's how I feel, dude. <laughs> it's keeping me awake at night. Yeah. No, I had it the other day. I, I get up and I'm kind of doing one of these and I kind of, I had a cold. So I'm like, turn my head and kind of made that sound at the same time. Yeah. Throughout my back. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even sit in the, I couldn't drive. My, we were getting in the car to go to church. I'm like, Laura. I can't drive to church. We're at my cottage. I'm like, you have to, instead of going from the cottage to church, you have to take me straight home. I can't sit. I can't even sit. So I'm yelling. I'm crabby uh, about it. And it's, it's, yeah. I felt a little better. And you know what I did? I up and went and shot another deer and dragged hey. it out. And that jacked it up again real bad. Well, dude, back's too hurt to go to church, but you can go kill a deer. The next day. Yeah. Hey, that's, I got, I got that for you, comment. Bud. Yeah, God, God's mad at you. Yeah, I got that comment. Uh, you, you're you're better already. I'm like, yeah, I just needed a few hours. You know, I still watched it online. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, oh, I love it, dude. All yeah, right, well, awesome. hey, we're we're coming up on time. Um, like I said, I wanted to just get in touch with you. Had been seeing your stuff. Thought you were uh, worth a conversation at least. See what this is all about. It. You know. Yeah. Um. So for people who are listening. Who might not know who you are or what you do, how can they find you? Yep, I'm just on Instagram right now. Dylan at Dylan Dietz, D-I-L-L-O-N-D-E-I-T-Z. Um, this year I'm going to start uh, uploading to YouTube. So Ooh. I don't have a name for YouTube yet. I'd like to keep it at just Dylan Dietz, but I know YouTube is its whole a whole nother animal, so I'm just gonna be repurposing 
all the short content on there and then hopefully have a hundred two filmed to put on there as well. But for now, just follow me on Instagram at Dylan Beats and my whole thing, like my whole brand that I'm building is just keep hunting fun. Yeah. And uh, that's the whole thing. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, give me a follow. It's been a fun journey. Go do it. It's fun. And it, hunting is fun. Hunting cool. is fun, dude. Yeah. It's the funnest thing in the world. When it, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but when you put a lot of pressure on yourself to kill an animal or think you've got to compete with what people are putting on social media, if hunting stops being fun, you're doing, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be that way. It's not, it's not a grind. No matter how many people say I'm just, that's a grind yeah. online about their hunts. It's just not like there are people who are trying to, you know, make ends meet, you know, people in the hospital with yep. what, terrible things happen to you in life. And like, you're out hunting. It's not a grind. Sorry. I just it's don't fun. agree. Yeah. It's fun. All of it, it might be hard, but it's, yeah, it's, it's fun, dude. It's and hard, that's why it's we fun. all got into this. Yep. And so that's my mission statement and I'm sticking to it. So thanks for having me on, man. It, it was a absolute pleasure. Appreciate it. Thanks everybody. Let's go, let's check go them bear out. hunting next spring. Bear let's hunting in the spring. I mean, just keep an eye out. There's going to be that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We'll see it. See you, man. Hey everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode. We really do appreciate it. If you want to go on to any kind of social media platform, give us a like, share, subscribe, you know, it really help us out. Keeps the train rolling. And if you guys really like what you're listening here, give us a five-star Either way, if, even if you don't like it. Even if you don't like review. it, five stars. That'd Helps cool. everyone out. We'll see you out there.